Welcome to the Burgundy Blues podcast, a show dedicated to our fantasy football league as we continue our journey to obtain the coveted Burgundy jacket. I am Mackenzie Smith, joined tonight by lead makes Colton Sullivan and Logan Wells. Week eight is in the books. How's it going tonight? Celebrating. Yep. My beer was uh, pre Celebrating a win. Rachel Ray style. It was pre-opened and pre-chilled, but I'm celebrating a loss to that man there. Well, there you go. I'll do a celebratory one as well, but let's see if I will not destroy my keyboard. Okay. I don't think mine sounded very good. It, it sounded like it kind of opened a little, a little flat. Dude, these are the, these these are sixteen ounce cans, and oh, uh, big boys. Yeah, they're 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 something. Um, but they tend to explode like every time. Is that a white claw? Look like a white claw. Is that a white this claw? Not a white claw. <laughs> this would be this would be this would be uh, one of the pretty boy beers from right next to my well, office. That's, that's also, why I'm up. That's why that's I'm also ugly. Because <laughs> I don't drink them. I'm also. I'm I'm ugly, but I'm drinking a pretty boy beer. So, <laughs> take it's, 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 no, I don't don't claim to be pretty, but <laughs> it's all the chicken wings that make me ugly, not the beer. <laughs> $113 at B-Dubs Sunday, and it didn't buy me a win in fantasy. Just throwing that out there. Was that chicken wings or beer? It was beer and chicken wings, and part of it was I was I also was paying for Scary Harry because he bought the steaks that we grilled Saturday night, so I owed him $30. Oh. So I thought you were about to tell me that he ordered steaks. No, no, no. But I don't believe that you get a steak at Buffalo Wild Wings. We you both got it the last time that I <laughs> last time I checked. That Foghorn's wings are just yep. better, man. They they man, that's the first time I've had Foghorns. B dub since discovering Foghorns and Foghorns is better. Far superior, but football. Uh yeah. We yeah. are halfway <laughs> halfway through the season. How wild is that? This week eight is over. Moving on into week nine, it seems like that this was just so, just so an eternity away, and now it's here and almost over. Mm-hmm. Not almost the whole, over. The whole not. summer we were we we talked about we talked about draft weekend. We talked about the cabin. We talked about football season and what it was going to be like. And like you said, it just it seemed like it would never get here. And now that it's here. It's already halfway gone. It's so needed. And this this year, this year it seems to be going faster than 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 any season. And yeah, part of that surprisingly, in in the before times before pandemic, and now time appears to be irrelevant. But um, yeah, it's just weird how fast it's going. It's the longest, slowest year of your, or quickest, slowest year of your life. Something like that is what COVID right. is. Yeah. But uh, let's look at – I wanted to look at some trades. You know, we, we've we gone over the trades as they've happened, a little bit at least. But I want to mention some of these and because I've been taking note. I'm just going to quickly go through them. And we'll stop at the ones that may have more meaning going forward or if there's a particular winner or loser to a certain trade because a lot of these are kind of de- team dependent mm-hmm. and dependent on – what the other person needed. Um, some of these are totally irrelevant. So, um, like for example, this one, week one, uh, myself, Marquise Brown 
for for Jay Clark's David Montgomery. And I had just recently shipped off David Montgomery and uh, Marquise Brown is, has made his way around as well. So um, not a lot there. Then we had uh, Antoine's Cortland Sutton for Diggins Zach Ertz. I don't know if Sutton bad, is still on. Bad trade team. all around there. That's what that was. Yeah. I, I don't th- – I think – isn't Sutton one that is hurt? I don't even remember. Yeah, he, yeah. he shortly got got wrecked and moved on. Yeah. Uh, so that one that one irrelevant. Then we have a – also on IR right now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a wash. <laughs> what a trade. See, great progress we're making here. Then we had uh, Raheem Mostert and Josh Allen from Hayden to uh, Diggins for Nick Chubb and Darius Slayton. So that is a, that is a Porsche partial win. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that Hayden made that trade because then it set up mine with the Diggins. Yeah. Um, which, which we will get to. And, um, yeah, Nick Chubb hurt coming back. Slayton is still rocking. Josh Allen still rocking. And we've got Mostert also on the IR. So the two, it looks like the two biggest parts of this trade, which were Nick Chubb and Raheem Mostert, are irrelevant. Hayden, <laughs> so. Hayden just talks so much about how good his team's going to be when Chubb comes back. I think he goes around door to door and asks if people have heard about their Lord and Savior, Nick Chubb, because he is, he is putting <laughs> some faith in Nick Chubb coming back and helping him defend his title. If there is a man that could do it, it's Nick Chubb. No, you're just Georgia. And that, that that is that is the Georgia bias. You can say what you want about it. But I'll be damned if the dude has not been consistent every every game that he has been healthy. Yeah. But the thing about He's this good. one is Josh Allen came out on fire and so initially that's and Raheem Mostert was also doing great at this time. So that's why I thought this one was a little questionable at the time. But Hayden's been able to make it uh without Josh Allen really well. Now Josh Allen's in a bit of a decline. Uh and Darius Slayton been solid. How did Hayden have Josh Allen? He drafted Breeze. Oh, he flipped Josh Allen for something pretty quick, didn't he? Because he Hayden drafted Breeze at the draft. Yeah, yeah so. that had to have been a waiver thing. Um, but so we got week three. Here's the – is this the uh, – this is the three-way, yeah. I think. <laughs> because this one was you, – you're involved in this one, Logan. So we got Luke, James Conner, and Justin – is yeah. that just – no, that's – that's not Justin no, Jefferson. No, it, 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 it is Jake. Justin Jefferson. That's one of them Logan oh, premature Jake. decisions. I dropped his ass as soon as I got oh. him. Well, all right. I was like, I don't know with him. So James Conner and Justin Jefferson and $10 a fab from Luke for Austin Eckler and Chase Edmonds from Logan. And then we turn around and do Chase Edmonds and $15 from Luke to Jordan for Josh Kelly. Uh and then that's it for that. That was one. So that three was people the involved. Handcuff trade is what that was. And right, right. I think it worked out good for me and uh, Jordan Clark. And it would have worked out for Luke if the Chargers hadn't decided they'd go from having one backup to two because they have Justin Jackson. Is that right? Justin yeah. Jackson. Justin Jackson. That's, well, that's who I was thinking thing. of. Whenever yeah. you were saying Justin, not Justin Jefferson, I was thinking of Justin Jackson. 
Yeah, but he wasn't in the trade. He showed up later. But, yeah, right. I, I, I just fucked up so, about Jefferson. I should have kept him. Should have. But you're welcome. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, Chase Edmonds, uh, evidently about to turn into an all-star for a few games uh, with uh, that absence. Uh, so Jordan's happy about that, having that handcuff. And then Lucas, I mean, Lucas still starting. Uh, <clears throat> Joshua Kelly. And you ended up with James Conner. That's a good trade. Dollar. Connor, Connor, yeah. Connor, Connor has been consistent for you. Yeah. I'll say that. If you Have want you to spend ten dollars wisely, Logan. If, well, I, I, I'm almost in the league with Fab. There's two of you guys that are holding on and have one dollar more than me, and it's it's Jordan Clark and you, McKenzie. Y'all have thirty four dollars, and I have thirty three, and I'm just saving it, and I'm going to blow it all on somebody. Nope, I'm sorry, Colton's got forty. Didn't see that. So yeah, 40, yeah I, was, I was about to say you're, you're you're missing me in the in the lead with forty. Yeah. I don't know why I glossed that over, but we got guys with three dollars. I did. I did. Hayden and Forrester zero dollars, but I I don't know, man. I I don't ever know what to. Fab's so tricky because sometimes there's great buys, and then you may have forty dollars left in week twelve, and there ain't nothing to buy with it. And then there's the there's all there's the the member of the Socialist Party of France that wants to get an extra fifty dollars of Fab next year. On week nine, he wants to blow his 100 in the first nine weeks and then get a free 50 come week nine. Get that fab stimulus package. That fab stimulus package. Get that shit out of here. We don't need that. Um, I, I like kid, to do. I'm kidding. Man, I like <laughs> the idea. I don't. I like to do uh, in terms of percentages. Like if I think a player is good doing more than 10% and looking at like 15, 25% of whatever you have for someone that's like a must buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of looking at it that way, just kind of whatever you have, putting a cap on it. And that seems to have worked throughout the season for me, but different different ways to do things for sure. Yeah. Um, next trade up here in week three. Week three, we had a ton of trades. Yeah, week three uh, was a busy week. Chris Godwin and J.K. Dobbins from Diggins. To you, Colton, for C.D. Lamb and Josh Allen. I think the only part that I lost out on that trade, which I didn't, looking back now, I didn't lose anything at all, but I lost a few good weeks of C.D. Lamb. Before yeah, back, I mean, I'm glad, be glad you don't have him now. Yeah, I mean, if I had him now, it, it's it's a it's a washout. But and then now that that Mark Ingram is down, it's Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins. So Dobbins would be decent to have back. But I already had my running back position pretty well covered, so he yeah, he was man. someone that I could afford to get rid of to get a good quarterback. And then you got Chris Godwin, um, which I'm I'm pretty he, glad that I got rid of him. I mean he's been he's been solid, but he's been hurt so much. Yes, and so that's uh, well solid. I mean he's been you know about ten points a week or so. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you risked. I mean, having that, but but it was there were some questionable ones where you could have started him, and he ended up not doing well or, or getting zero. So, dodging those weeks or not having to put him on your bench, yeah. you saved you there. So, yeah. especially being able to benefit on, I don't. I think I had 
basically about week six was where Josh Allen kind of fell off. So I got to play him in week three, week three, or week week three, week four, and week five. And then week six, I think, was whenever he kind of started tapering down to where he is now. So we'll see if he has a bounce back. We'll see if it if it stays down here in the in the twenties and high teens. Well, it's low now because they're actually Next. using the running backs. The, he he pretended yeah. like the running backs didn't exist on that hot streak, and he ran it in every time. Yep. And now that he does not have the, he's he's one of those that I I will I will compare Josh Allen to Lamar Jackson in the sense that if they can run the ball in for a touchdown, by God, they're going to run it in for a touchdown. Cam Newton doesn't. But, take- yeah, neither one of them are actually that good in the passing game. Yeah, so not too bad of a move there. And then next up, we've got Leonard Fournette from Forest to for Allen Robinson to Antoine. And so this one seems – this is it's tough to call running back for wide receiver a clear winner, but depending on how it helps out your team. But Allen Robinson has played way more games than, than Fournette by, by my count. Um, so – that's uh, and he has done more with his games that he has played in. Yeah, so this is a win for Antoine, who was who had the Frankenstein team around this time. Um, so next one, ugh, gross. Uh, Sammy Watkins from Luke to uh, Mark Ingram to Hayden. Oh wait, <laughs> Hayden had Mark Ingram and traded it for Sammy Watkins. So yeah. this is this is a dot all around. This didn't look good in the beginning. Uh, and, it, but, and it, it doesn't look any better on the back end because <laughs> Sammy Watkins and Mark Ingram are both chilling on the waivers. Right, right. Uh, so we'll skip over that one. Then we, man, Hayden is Hayden's all over this. Uh, Pat Mahomes from Antoine to Hayden for Tyreek Hill and Tannehill. So this one, fuck that uh, trade. I lost a game because of that. <laughs> I I won against Hayden if it wasn't for that trade. Oh, 48 this points from Mahomes that week against me. And then Hayden gets rid of him. It's like he used him just against me, and he's gone. You, you just flicked the scab straight off of that of that wound that was trying to heal up. Yeah, this I like this trade. This is a this is a good one because it helps both teams. Both have benefited. Antoine gains more from his whatever he had going on, putting the pieces back together. And then Hayden recovers. Uh from the loss of Josh Allen and also gains a wide receiver um, with that, with the value of Pat Mahomes. So this is a, that one's a good one. That's probably my favorite one so far. I really yeah, like that. Because the, the the week after Hayden did not have Josh Allen on that trade, I'm pretty sure was the week that I also dropped Joe Burrow for the first time. And Hayden yeah. picked him up. Yeah, he he got like he got like 4.3 points for Hayden in, in that in-between week. And then he made the trade for Mahomes, and yeah, it, it was it was a much needed deal. And then he traded Mahomes away again. So, yeah, all right. Then we got you again here, Colton. We got Jay Clark trading you T.J. Hawkinson and Latavius Murray, who are both still on your team. Oh, Hawkinson's for... not. Oh, he's not. Okay. No, I, and... Hawkinson. Okay, I'll, I'm I'm going to explain that one real quick just before you finish it out. So, yeah, I didn't really care if he gave me Hawkinson or not, I was going to use him. And then I, something came up and I needed, uh, I needed someone to fill in on a green Bay game. 
for some reason. I don't remember exactly what it was. That I was know, the if, 500 IQ Tanyan not start. Yeah, that was the Tanyan not start game, and it was and it wasn't specifically Green Bay. I needed it was someone that played in that game against the Falcons because I didn't know if Ridley was going to be there. And Ridley ended up starting, and I did not start Tanyan. And that was the three touchdown game where he was like five for five and went and caught three touchdowns out of five passes. Yeah. So yeah, that was the not five hundred IQ play, right? And that was for you gave uh, you gave Jay Clark Ceedee Lamb, um, and so basically Ceedee Lamb for Latavius Murray. Obvious win on the Latavius Murray part. Whether you start him or not, you've got the handcuff for your yes. team. CD Lamb's a wash. And and me having handcuffs this year has already paid off in dividends just because of having Jamal Williams. Right. For Aaron Jones. So then we've got here's somebody that's been passed around and we got Hayden in the works again. We've got Mac, Michael Gallup from Antoine to Hayden for Jarrett McKinnon McKinnon. So McKinnon going to Antoine, who gets mixed up in a trade later. But um at the I'm time. Mad this about that is, one too. This, Logan's <laughs> just mad about no, trades. Listen, I'm old, playing old trade bully. Trade listen, bully by coming back. I'm the playing Antoine returns that week, and <laughs> he has no running backs. And then Hayden makes this trade, and he has a running back. He starts McKinnon, nineteen point two points, and he he, he had Javante for the trade. McCaffrey and Moss were his other running backs. McCaffrey being out, and then he gifted him that. I, I texted Hayden personally and said, it's, what the hell are you doing to me? It's, <laughs> it's not Man, like – you're not the, you're not the trade – what, what have you done to me? <laughs> you're not the trade bully because that would insinuate that you, you bully people into trades. You're more of just like a trade sour lemon. That, <laughs> trade sour <laughs> lemon. <laughs> a tra- the trade sour puss. But to be fair, they've all trades this year. So, (laughs) yeah, and both both I I will give it to you on that though. I would be heated about it as well with good reason. Yeah, both of those weeks and lost both of those weeks, and I lost. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, it's 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 just bad all the way around. It's a good trade. They did it right. It just sucks for me because I've been on the. Wrong end of it twice. And I, I hope fucking Antonio Gibson doesn't go off for 37 points this week. <laughs> He's got a good matchup. We'll see. Uh, all right. Well, here, here's Hayden again. We'll come to go back and count how many he's in here in a second. I think he's had 47 trades this year, just like he did last year. So <laughs> then we've got – wait, hang on. This is not right. This is not Hayden. This is supposed to be Antoine. I Are you this. sure? Because their yeah. their teams have basically been interchangeable this year. Also, this is Pat Mahomes, which was on Antoine's team, to uh, to J Bell for OBJ and uh, is, is the one of the Johnsons, Dennis Johnson, David Johnson, Duke, <laughs> that was Deontay, Deontay Johnson. <laughs> was, was was that the Deontay Johnson one, or was that the, the Duke Johnson? No, no, because David Johnson has been on Hayden's team. It's not David Johnson. Which it Johnson? Mo- <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. He does get David Johnson somewhere in here from J Bell, but I don't know if it's this trade. Are, are we are we sure that wasn't a three way? Was well, there another three way? Wait, so 
Yeah, there was another throwaway. No, because uh, I think I'm missing. I must have misdocumented this. So, who has David Johnson right now? Hayden. And who has OBJ right now? Hayden uh, did. Yeah, but but he dropped him because he's he, hurt. Before he tore his ACL. ACL, MCL, whatever it was that he tore. If you go back to week seven, I'm pretty sure OBJ's on Hayden's team. Yep, starting zero I'm, points. I'm looking right now to see if I can see that. And David Johnson was also on Hayden's team that week. So, so the trade that I have is – so here's here's my issue here. I know we're wasting some time, but uh, Hayden had Pat Mahomes traded to Antoine, traded Mahomes to Antoine, and then I have a little bit lower. I have Pat Mahomes from Hayden to okay. Jay Bell for Jay and David Johnson. Yeah, that, that was that where it happened. happened. Okay, so I'm I, I I have everything pulled up here. You've got the Michael Gallup and Jared McKinnon one that you just covered a while ago. And then between J-Bell and Hayden, you had Patrick Mahomes for Odell, Bel- Odell Beckham and David Johnson. So Hayden received OBJ, David Johnson, got rid of Pat Mahomes to J-Bell. But he already got rid of Mahomes and gave him to Antoine, right? Uh, Hayden got rid no, of Mahomes. Antoine never had Mahomes. Hayden no, Hayden received Mahomes from Antoine in that other trade. That's where I messed up. Yes. Tannehill and Tyreek came off of yeah, Tannehill and Tyreek came off of Hayden's team to right, Antoine okay. for Mahomes. That was where so the flop actually, happened. There. So I've got it written down right. I just said it I said it wrong. Yes. That's that's yeah. where the okay. So it is it is Mahomes from Hayden. Yeah. It was Mahomes to J Bell for OBJ and David Johnson. We have come to a conclusion. One of the Johnsons. Yes. I, I think that's a crazy um, trade for J Bell to make right there. I I don't see why you would pay that money for Mahomes when you you're giving up. Well, it, it looks good now because OBJ's hurt, but before he got hurt, that was a starting receiver and a pretty good running back for a quarterback. He already had Watts. Yeah, and he already I don't. Had I don't have much of a see. I see. I like the Mahomes side of this because OBJ. So you look at OBJ and, and David Johnson's points, and they look they look good. And OBJ has exceeded expectations, in my opinion, this year. But when he was on my team last year, and so I get a sour face whenever I see OBJ anywhere um, being burned so much. And so, and David Johnson has also been a burner for many, as you would know, Logan. Um, and him twice. so that's that's how I see this is that's how I see this is two players in the man category for someone that could is going to potentially for, get you a for sure twenty five to thirty five points a week. Yeah. And uh, so I, I I think it's good. I think it's okay. Team well, dependent. He's bonkers twice um, this year. Not really a winner, but almost fifty. So yeah, yeah. at least twice. Like this All week right, was so one here's of them. the one of the more yeah here's here's <clears throat> week eight coming up closer here one of the more recent ones we talked about it last week so not not much to say here Omar Jackson and David Montgomery for myself to Brady to Antoine for Brady McKissick uh, Brady McKissick to myself um, I dropped McKissick and ended up able to pick him back up 
uh, the starting tonight, but we've already talked about that a bit, so we can skip over that one. Um, and then this week we had Giovanni Bernard um, from Jay from, Clark, right? No, this is no, the Georgia G- trade. G- Giovanni Bernard from Jay Bell to um, Jay Clark from Marquise Jay Brown. Clark, yeah, sorry, I just totally blanked out while I was trying to look at that. It's 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 weird reading the plus and the minus side. Yeah, I'm 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 just I'm I'm trying to put it in my head. Like, okay, that means that J Bell receives Marquise Brown and right. Jay Clark received Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. So, um, this one, I mean, the hindsight's twenty twenty. Gio went off this past week, and Jay Clark needs that um, needs that handcuff with Joe Mixon. So that's a good. I mean, he's shipping off Marquise Brown, which is not that that know, is kind of no, up. no big loss in my opinion. So I like it, and maybe maybe it gives J Bell a, a mediocre weapon at receiver. That's not a, not a bad deal. Handcuff for a middle of the, middle of the road. So was um, that trade made after Week Eight? Because if you look at Week Eight, I'm pretty sure J Bell got yeah, it. Yeah, that, that, that trade that, that trade was made on Tuesday. Okay. Oh, yeah, Tuesday. So, a little bit, a little bit earlier, um, and then today we had uh, Gurley for Gibson, uh, myself and Diggins in that trade. So that's, I think that's running back for running back. I think they're the same player. Yeah, I think they're essentially the same player. Just looking at you know, I liked Gurley's playoff schedule better, and I'm we didn't talk about it, but I'm pretty sure that Diggins was trying to buy a bye week um, with Gibson with him coming off of a bye and Gurley having one next week. So. I think it's yeah. fine. Just kind of, just kind of whatever. But um, yeah, so that'll do it's, it for it's, trades. It's one of those deals where it's not a bad trade on either side. Yeah. So. Curly is the not number seven running on back on the season. Yeah, and <laughs> Gibson is like number twenty. Yep. Let's and, look and that's, at that's that's with Gurley's accidental touchdown too. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, that, that helps him. Let's look at. I want to see how many trades Hayden was in. Hang on. Uh, one, two, three, four, four, five. Well, five trades this five year. Sounds right. You have Wild to trade. When he you won the league last that year. Team he drafted. You have to trade when you draft the team he drafted <laughs> at the cabin. He literally, yeah, he, he literally won last year. Do it with that same strategy. So we'll yep. see if it see if it works out. I mean, if there if there is one person in this league that does not get complacent with this team, it's Aiden. Aiden is always in the mood to ship somebody off <laughs> and try something else. I like that mentality. Big okay. Chubb for well, president. This is going to be. <laughs> this is going to well, be a bit of a uh, bit of a longer episode here. Um, yeah, because we, we do not have the scary hairy recap, do we? Not only that, but we just spent like 20 minutes going over trades. But let's take a look at our recap here, and we'll look at – let's try to go uh, quickly with this, as scary Harry would. Um, let's look at mine and Diggins first. Uh, right. Pillow Fighters strike again with Diggins scoring less than 100. Um uh, it's, highlights it's the here. curse, man. It's the curse of the pillow Listen, fight. I don't know what you guys want me to do. I, I've, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry that that no one wants to show up and play my team. Look, 
Logan Logan broke this down mathematically a, a few like I think last week one day when me and him were talking about it. If I had your schedule with my points scored, I would be eight and zero. I would be six and two, just like you are. If I had that schedule, it's it's not up. It's not your fault. Probably. It's just the way it falls. Like I mean, it's, it's just it's it's an, an abnormality, is what it is. And, uh, and not only is this a curse for the league, but also in a way a curse for myself because it gives me a lot of hope, <laughs> and it makes me think that my team is incredible. And then we get to the playoffs. And I'm just going to lose in the first and, round. And it's like, all right, and, I put up 110, and then you just <laughs> get like, pooped on by J Bell scoring 187 or some stupid crap like that. It's like being in, uh, you know, it's like being a Pee Wee or Little League. You get a participation medal every week, and it's great. You feel awesome about yourself, and then you move on to an actual game that matters, and you get destroyed. So that's that's what's. Mama finished fourth in the playoffs. <laughs> cool, <laughs> proud for you, son. <laughs> So appreciate everyone giving me the the participation medals each week. Please keep them coming, and we'll see how week uh, week thirteen goes. Um, anyway, so uh, sorry, dig. Oh yeah, I the previous discussion. So we'll we shall do. Boy, have you lost your mind? Cause I'll help you find it. So I'll let you guys take that. Oh, I have already forgotten what we're. It's it's me for playing. Uh, Oh, Nelson Aguilar on his. Uh, oh, I clicked the wrong button as well. <laughs> oh, I was wondering why all of a sudden we're in this matchup. It's amazing. There we go. I meant to click that one because we're in this matchup. We'll get to oh, you, Logan. Yeah, no, they, they talked about <laughs> sit, sit in your shame and wallow in it for a little bit longer. Yeah, now you know what's coming. Uh, uh, Rager for the spite, the spite play uh, was our discussion of. 500 IQ, though it was not uh, a large play. It was a shot in the dark uh, his first week back. Uh, played just out of spite for Diggins and ended up uh, still getting a few points and better than Jerry Judy, who would have been in that position. You know, I, I just now actually looked at the at the split across the board whenever y'all were playing, you know, Eagles, Eagles wild card, wild wide receiver per wide receiver. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving we're giving him or we're we're giving you the 500 IQ, and he outscored you <laughs> by 5.1 <laughs> points. Listen, but Fulham had he's he's got references that that is true because Raygor came straight off of our right. Did, yeah. Didn't he come? Okay, never mind. I I I retract my previous statement. Raygor came straight off of our and landed you a solid 11.7 points. Raygor okay. Targaryen. I'm cool with it. For, uh, <laughs> for the for the win. Um, all right. Well, this, moving this, on. This whole league has just gotten out of hand. It's turned into a shit fest. What's going on here? This podcast has no representation of uh, the the Burgundy Fantasy League. <laughs> we need to put a put a, a a disclaimer at the end of it. Not actual fantasy football advice. Oh, that's a listen. I don't know if you've ever read the description, but that's what it says <laughs> for this podcast. <laughs> nice. It says something like weekly bannered smack talk and mediocre fantasy analysis. There we go. That's that's about what it is. That's perfect. <laughs> uh, so that's what you get. Um, 
All right, moving on to, okay, here we go. Now we can do the thing. Boy, have you lost your mind, because I'll help you find it. So that's the Logan for yeah. <laughs> uh, Agalord. Zero points, big goose egg. Zero for two. I mean, look at my team. My, I didn't have a lot of options. It would have been double dipping into the Broncos running backs or having Devlin Singletary, <laughs> who I absolutely only keep on my team because he has an RB by his name. And if I can't find any other RBs one week, I can at least put him in there. That <laughs> automatically I, makes him worth something because he has RB on there. <laughs> You're yeah. all right. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, it, it, me personally, I'm very glad that you didn't play Lindsay, because man, that game would have been a hell of a lot tighter than what you it was. Won, it would have been my decimal points. Yeah, that that would have been another one of those nut cutters that you would have been mad about in week nine because you lost by Shit, decimal I, points. I'd be mad about it. A nut cutter. That 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 is a nut cutter. Whenever you like, like what I did to Diggins in week two or three, whatever it was, where I won by point zero three points. I don't think I want a nut cutter to happen to me in any context. Well, it, it happened. Diggins had his nuts cut. That's that's how we'll do that. <laughs> All right. Well, Morgan wants Colton win. Colton, you have uh, you have fifteen seconds. Wall in your success. I, you know, and it, it it could be argued that I made the five hundred IQ play on a uh, playing Joe Burrow instead of uh, Josh Allen, but you know we're not going to get into that. Okay. Yeah, you still uh, won either way. <laughs> uh, all right. Next one up, we've got our, if I believe this was our matchup of the week last week, which was Hayden and Jay Clark. Is that right? I think so. Yep, and it went how it needed to go for me. Go, Jay Clark. I, I don't remember who I picked. Yeah, pick, but I, think I, I picked Jay Clark. I went, I went against y'all. Oh uh, really? Yeah. Pretty sure. Look at that. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure I picked Hayden on that one. I probably did as well. well scary Harry let us down. I mean, there's he literally sure a did. Let's of see it. why. Yeah, but who's gonna listen to that? Um, it was the so Dallas Cook show. We got. It was. <laughs> yes, it was. I I oh, that's forgot it. about yeah. the Dalvin Cook show airing on on Sunday whenever that game took place. Four touchdowns. My God. So, 30 carries for 163 yards. That is insane. And they fucking won the game, which means they're not going to be throwing to Adam (laughs) Thielen anymore. Like, we're watching like eight games at Buffalo Wild Wings at once, and Adam Thielen's like the invisible man out there. He doesn't exist. And he's playing against you. It's just as bad. So, the. I've heard the term that Green Bay's uh, defense is a, quote, run funnel, um, which is why I am uh, obvious here and uh, why I want to start McKinnon this week. So but I think that's 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 what got Jay Clark the win here. I hate this team. I mean, I guess, I guess you got Riggins on here and the Titans D, so that could have been an honorary bonehead here for not starting the Steelers. Um but did, uh, did Hayden start some brothers on his team? <laughs> we got T Higgins and R Higgins. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even realize there were two Higgins in the uh, NFL. I thought that T Higgins was the only one. Oh man! Well, 
Uh, that's 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 the consequences there. That's how that's, that that's what out. happens so, whenever you start Higgins and Higgins. I, this yeah. is what it now, gets you. Now we got Antoine and Jay Bell. Jay Bell coming away with the win. Um, Antoine, did he have any other goosers this week? No, we got George Kittle probably. I think maybe done for the season. Yeah, they're saying know. eight weeks, but man, I I don't know. Yeah, that's t- that's rough. Uh, injured. Ugh, ee, yikes. Pers- um, personal personal opinion here: if if Kittle is eligible in eight weeks, and the 49ers are in no contention at all for a playoff run by that time, I say you just leave the man and let him fully heal, make you a charge next year. Because your team is decimated with injuries already. Yeah. It's a rough time. I want to see the 49ers <laughs> and Cowboys. I was just about um, to say it. But was... you got <laughs> you got Mahomes over here with 46, like Logan said, almost 50. Uh, Clyde is suffering from uh, from the Lev Bell action. Less carries, less action. You got, you got the – the official $72 man finally showing up. Yeah, on the bench? Yeah. No, no. He, he started name on. Oh, he did. Look at that. 19.7 points. The $72 oh, man. man showed That's up. Uh, and how many do you think of ours is team that, did that, that, that Hines got those touchdowns and not Jonathan Taylor, who's sitting over on Forrest's team with four points? I got to give Antoine an honor, everyone. Actually, I'm not even mad. Amazing. <laughs> as, as much as I hate to mention his name again week by week, that's 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 ballsy on the bench, and then Jonathan Taylor is supposed to be the guy, and uh, that's that's awesome, and that's rewarding too. Seeing that, so um, all right, let's move on from that. Uh, can I say one more uh, thing? Last one, uh, Zach Moss, my yeah. most favorite player in the NFL. Just period. <laughs> Don't like him at all. Yeah, well, okay. he just he, he got Antoine twenty points last week yeah. on the bench, so at least well, at least you didn't have to worry about hearing about him. him I'm happy. Good. I'm drafting Singletary okay. in the draft. No fucking idea who Zach Moss is, and brains on my parade. Anyway, proceed. Sorry, <laughs> proceed. Um, last one. We got the Hot Spring County Don Palukes team versus uh, Forest. This was a hot spring county dump of a matchup here, 112 to 109. Um, Russell Wilson going off. What's the what's what's the difference maker here? Uh, the the, the difference maker is yeah is is Luke actually getting some decent production out of his running backs and 36 points from his quarterback because right. Forrest has got Mister Mister first round draft pick himself from your boy here two years in a row Devontae Adams. Probably would have been three this year if Forrest didn't beat me to him. So, you know. And 17 yeah, points and from his defense. Out a win. Yeah, and yeah. and yeah. Definitely helpful. I know that I picked Luke to lose in this one when we did our thing last week because he, it looked like he had some questionable injured players. But I'm actually uh, glad that he did pull it out because it puts some more separation between me and Forrest, finally. Yeah. So <laughs> now I just need it to happen with you, J Bell, and Jake Hart. It's not All right, let's move it on to this week. Oh man, I have not even checked. There, there's, oh. there's, there's, there's <laughs> some spicy matchups. I looked at this, and Hayden pushed that trade through and kicked out uh, Gibson from my lineup. And I saw that I was had only a, like a ten percent chance to win. 
Um, <laughs> so that was terrifying. I'm still not doing great, but that was that was scary. Okay, so uh, starting out with this one, we will do our matchup of the week last, which will be um, Hayden and Luke, right, Logan? Uh, yeah, is that the bigger one? That's that's a yeah. big stand. They're, they're they're both three and five. All right, well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, we'll just go in the order of mine here, talking about mine is first on my list. Um, so let's go through here, and this is a big one too. J Bill and I are both six and two. Big matchup. Um, he is predicted to destroy me right now. I have Zeke on the bench in place of Jarek McKinnon, who is not proving right now that Zeke should be on the bench. But, um, yeah, what do you guys think right now, real quick? Oh, did, did you did you just put in Antonio Brown from the – Oh, no, he's been in he's okay, been in the he's, he's been – okay. I, 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 I didn't look at your lineup before the Antonio Gibson trade. Um, I think we're in for a pretty damn good game here, to be honest with you. Well, I think it's going to come down to is it the Tyler Lockett week or is it the DK Metcalf week? Because that seems to be how the Seattle Seahawks go. And you're playing against Lockett. So. Well, it was DK's last week. It, it was it was DK's last week. So, it, well, it, there you go. Probably Lockett's this week. And that means pick J-Bell because <laughs> I cannot keep up with that. If, 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 if Lockett or DK were on separate teams – it would be hell to pay for whoever had either one of them because they, they're both going to do good if they have the right quarterback. But you put both of those guys on the same team, one of them has to have a down week, one of them has to have an up week. It's really think, the only downside to that. I week. think McKenzie's getting it. I, I just look at his his players and who they're playing against. Josh Jacobs is questionable on the other side. I don't even know who D Dallas is. Is that some Cowboys player? That is that is D, that is DJ Dallas. His name is literally D E E J A Y D J Dallas, and that is like the twelfth string running back for the Seahawks. And that dude went full blown wild last week. So uh, DJ Dallas, DJ Dallas. The Pats defense is going to give McKenzie about uh, yeah, thirty-seven man. this week against the Jets. So let's hope so. I'm ready for the Patriots to actually give me points and not negative points. About thirty-seven. Well, I like all this. I like all this talk in my favor. I did have plus matchups for every single player before I made that trade, um, except for Kelsey. Every player on my team had a plus matchup this week. Kelsey's matchup proof, <laughs> man. Kelsey's going to get one touchdown a game, and he's going to forty yards, so it's ten points. If you could guarantee he wouldn't get hurt, I think he would go number one in every draft because he's so much better yeah. than all the other tight ends. Yeah. Yeah, Kel- I, Kelsey, Kelsey is, is literally a god among men at the tight end position. I have thought about trying to swing another tight end and just flexing Kelsey for just yeah, because he's better. He's better than so what bad. a tight end spot. Yeah, I know. Bad. If there was one that if there's yeah. one that I knew could get me seven to eight points, then I would. I'd probably do that. But See, it, what, what you have to watch out for is you'll end up getting bit like I did trying to do the same thing. Because I, yeah. I honestly thought that Mark Andrews was going to be the consistency guy this year, and he's not. Right. Um, well, let's move on from this. Hayden, you called me. Colton, who you got for this one? I'm going to say that you stand a good chance, not only because of the pillow fighters curse, but I I, I do agree that with the uh, 
with the matchups that, that Jay Bell's got here, Jacobs being questionable, Chargers defense is okay at best, but man, it just it it all it all depends. Um, who knows? Uh, it, it it to me it's a toss up. I, I that's why I said I think this is going to be one hell of a game. Yeah. Uh, just just for sake of competition, I'll say Jay Bell's got the edge here, and I think Jay Bell comes away with the win. But well, we shall see. Um, we'll see who's right come next week. <clears throat> well. Moving on to the next one here, I've got Logan and Diggins. We're gonna have to do some math here, because uh, as it as it seems, Stafford's on the COVID list, so Diggins is going to have to find a quarterback. Um, does he? What happened to Carson Wentz? Did he drop Carson? Yeah, Wentz? He's off roster. Rightfully so. Uh, so he's going to need a quarterback this week, and we can interpret that. Tony Gibson will be. Oh, in. The, the Eagles are on bye this week anyway, so that's oh, why. That's why. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I just, I, I just checked out old Booby Miles over here, and Booby Miles has got a bye this week. So, so we can say that Diggins is probably predicted about one fifteen ish, depending on the quarterback that he picks up. Yeah. Um, right now, Rogers with a touchdown. Logan predicted one thirty. These predictions don't mean anything. Nope. Um, but just looking at matchups, other than what. Diggins has got so we've got the trade with Gibson going up against the Giants, which is a plus matchup. There's green sure. all over this board on um, both sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like it. I think if uh, I, I think Logan has got the edge here. I, I like Logan's matchups. I like that he's catching Diggins on a week where he's really having to scramble. I think. Um, I think that potentially with with Antonio Brown coming back into the lineup, they're going to see what they got. Godwin is going to suffer a little bit of targets there if he even. Also the injury. Yeah, also the injury, which th- that has been a, a, a going trend with Chris Godwin this year, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, I, he 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 did good by pick. <laughs> I think as we're talking about this, Diggins is putting players in because he just put Gibson in and his 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 points <laughs> his, his points updated. Well, but anyhow. Uh, I do think the, that Logan uh, has got the, the – Sorry. Go ahead. I thought you were done. Uh, I, I was just saying, I, I I think you have the edge. And if Michael Thomas actually shows up and plays, I think that you've, you've got a good a good spot with him at flip. <clears throat> you can yeah. change your mind. I might put him in for Brandon Cooks and roll maybe Philip Lindsay out there and try to just – if he, if he plays. Uh, I'm not starting Mike Williams because I'm pulling the old – if Mike Williams gets the touchdowns, Keenan Allen doesn't. So while they'd be on my bench, Keenan Allen's not scoring on Diggins' team. And if Keenan Allen gets the points, uh, Williams is not getting them. So I'm glad he's on my bench. So that's a kind yeah. of screwed up way to look at it, but I've done it before. Yeah, I've got to I've got to go Logan on this one. I think it's hard not to. Um, I think Diggins has a chance, but um, I, I uh, yeah, get into Logan. Jerome Robinson's gonna run all over them Houston, that Houston defense, man. 
Jerome. Who the Robinson. hell is Jerome Robinson? Dude, he is. You, you watch your tone, good sir. He is the number five running back on the season. You Picked mean up, James Robinson? Yeah, Jerome. Oh, is, it is James, isn't it? Is, is, is James Robinson related Jerome Robinson in any way? He's, he's the cousin of Dennis and Duke Johnson. And, uh, yeah, the brother of David Johnson. Sorry. Old Jerome. Jerome, if I didn't have him, Jerome Johnson, um, I'd be the county dump all over again. <laughs> he saved my any chance of me doing anything this season. All right, next one here we've got Jay Clark and Antoine. A little bit of hindsight with the Packers defense maintaining ten points for Jay Clark's team, um, or more foresight than hindsight. Um, Six and two and two and six. <laughs> Christian Antoine, McCaffrey. Antoine has got a hill to climb, but he he's got he's got the man to do it if McCaffrey is is ready to shake right on roll. According to <laughs> according to coach Matt Rule, Christian McCaffrey is looking fresh and fast. So <laughs> that, you got that, Mr. <laughs> that Jimmy boy has been fresh and fast for a while. Freaky fast. Freaky fast. Uh, so if if Jimmy Johns is in the lineup here, uh, this is this is huge because Kansas City, um, unless they really stack the box, are probably not stopping the run as well. Um, so and then we've got David Montgomery, Tyree Kill, Antoine's team is really coming together, but Jay Clark bit more of a powerhouse mm-hmm. chase Edmonds, the uh coming in for Kenyon drake might even be a better player than Kenyon drake so we'll see that when gets to gets to eat against miami if uh, uh if, if dalvin cook is able to in in any fashion have like a mild performance of what he uh, had last week against a pretty bad detroit defense um, I think I think this one hundred percent is going Jay Clark's favor. Yeah, uh, Dalvin Cook's getting twenty, and and Kyler it, it appears to be um, a bad matchup against Miami, but I think that Kyler is fine mm-hmm. in here because he can run, yes. um, unlike Jared Goff last week. Uh, so there, um, yeah, I've got to I've got to go with Jay Clark here. Um, but like I said, with Diggins, I think that Antoine has a chance, um, especially if McCaffrey goes off. So it'll be a McCaffrey versus Dalvin Cook game here. Well, and I'll then, then, then you've got the wild cards down here at the bottom. you got Claypool down here against Dallas. So I think the Steelers are going get, to get up early in that game and run it. I don't even think it's going to result in James Conner touchdowns. I think it's just going to eat the clock. Just just eat car, yeah. But I'm rooting against Zach Moss awesome. here, so um, I think I think uh, McKenzie or Jack Clark's got it. <laughs> and, the, and then you got you know the the newly acquired Lamar Jackson, which um, had like eleven fumbles last week. Um, so he's just actually, you know, I've got I've got something to say to Lamar Jackson because I know that he listens to this podcast. I want to let him know. The the former MVP. If he if listen, if you would like a therapy session <laughs> to figure out whatever you've got going on, please. I'm doing telehealth. You can contact me. 
we'll get it worked out. Uh, he is he's in his head, man, and that because he's an incredible player and is yeah. playing terrible. And I, I'd love to be in, of assistance. <laughs> and if you want, after that, I can Always show you around. I could show him around the mountains, and maybe he might get lost out there and not show up to any more Ravens games, especially the Ravens Steelers game. That'd be pretty cool of him to miss that, too. Yeah. He can, uh, he can just come hang out with our league. I'll give him some therapy. Luke will give him some pills. You, you guys can take him to the mountains. Stuff. It'll be a great time. <laughs> I can, I can make some anthropists for him. Yeah, yeah. Give him some panther piss. We'll send him on his way. He'll be the best player. He'll be, he'll be back. That's all he needs. We can listen to. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, so much because he's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson. So just come hang out with us, man. We, we promise that you'll. We promise we'll make you a better player. Uh, you might even get so, fat if you're yeah. lucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can make him some good food. Make him some chicken wings and burgers, steaks, whatever. Be a great time. Come hang out, Lamar. Uh, all right, next one up, we've got Luke. Oh, wait, we'll do that one later. That's the match of the week. One more before that one. Uh, Colton and Forrest. Colton predicted 135, Forrest 126. A little close. Aaron Jones with five points. Look, Colton, your decision he's, wasn't stupid. He's already beaten the zero that I was yeah. prepared for. See, you're fine. On the other side of the ball, as Scary Harry would say, I'm not fine because I got Devontae Adams over here already with a touchdown with three minutes and 50 seconds left in the first quarter. So we yeah. shall see. Indeed we shall. Um, eh, man, this is a tight one. They're, these matchups this week are awesome. Like, we, Logan's right. Like, every everyone this week, week is huge. Like middle of the season here, we've got we've got good stuff happening. Um, what do you think about Ben Roethlisberger this week, Logan? You think that's an accurate prediction? Yeah, I think that's 25. about right. I think he'll he'll throw it enough to get. I think they will start running the ball effectively. Then the Cowboys will stack the box. He will throw it, and then it'll flip back the other way. I just. I don't think they're going to be able to do anything to him. So if his receivers are open, he's he he does a lot of option plays. And uh, he, he basically calls his own place a lot. And if he sees the coverage is going to be against the run, he's going to be chunking it to these guys. So I, I think that's about right. Maybe a little high, but I wouldn't expect a huge game, but I, I, I don't think he's going to go for like 12 points or nothing like that. Another question I have for you, because Forrest is the new you of like 2017. Yeah. I hate uh, it. We've also got <laughs> – Deontay Johnson and Juju down here. Somebody he is the get Steelers, it. man. But uh, Chase Claypool is the one you really <laughs> want. And, uh, right. I had a plan to try to here. get all Steelers during the middle of the season. Then I realized that would probably get me the diggy for sure at some point. But I was going to see what it took to get uh, Claypool from Jay Clark. And I, I was like, Force is going to want the house for – uh, D- Dennis Johnson and Juju Smith-Smoosher. And uh, I... For Dennis Johnson. I think Smith-Schuster is... There's too many Dennis Johnson. ...is gone <laughs> from the Steelers after this year. I think they're letting him leave. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that. Uh, all right, well, what's what's good on Colton's side here? The, the, you, said that, you said the DK game was last week. 
So let's 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 take that with expectations. We've got Calvin Ridley banged up. Mark Andrews has I'm sorry, Mr. Jackson as his quarterback. Uh, and uh, Side, sideshow Bob from the Mars solid Robbie Anderson. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Sideshow Bob. Does he not kind of look like him? I mean, with that hair in the picture that he's got. <laughs> oh boy, I've never thought about that. <laughs> All right. Well, as far as what I think is, <laughs> as far as what I think is a positive matchup on mine. Even though I, I I just said that it was the Metcalf game last week, I still like his odds against Buffalo. Um, I also that this this is going to be a little insight for Diggins here because it, it ties into what I'm about to say. Diggins needs a quarterback to no, plug in for one. You better, week. you better you better stop it. I know where you live. Don't do it. I'm not going to tell him who it is, but I'm going to name the player that I think is going to benefit from it. That's pretty damn obvious. So if he don't listen to it tonight or by Sunday, you're probably good. I think that this is Sideshow Bob's week to have a pretty good game. Sideshow Bob. Because he he is the deep threat, and their quarterback for Sideshow Bob's team has been quite consistent with the deep ball. And I think that, that, that Mr. Anderson against Kansas City is a good matchup. And that quarterback is available at the moment on waivers. Well, aside from the mediocre. <laughs> About to go get him right now. Large and in charge over here. Um, I think that this does come down to the Pittsburgh-Dallas game for obvious reasons of Forrest having multiple um, multiple things over here. You know, you see that green and you think, yes, I'm locked in. But then uh, we got the wide receiver number two and number three here in it, the flex. It easily could be, as Logan just said, a straight running back game. Right. This this could be Steelers get up by two, two touchdowns right off the rip. And then it's James Conner inching the ball forward a few times. It's Benny Snell coming in, rotating out, picking up a first down, put Conner back in, you know, running a few plays here and there. I mean, I, it, it, it could be all game clock. I could play yeah. Benny Snell. Um, think about that. Yeah. yeah. Sure could. Probably shouldn't. That'd be a bold I, move. I could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably shouldn't, but. Uh, because the, the other. I, I don't think they will do it, but this could also be one of those trap games for the Steelers. Where they're no, just like, they have those. Man, Every year there's a Steelers trap game. People are I, talking about them going undefeated. They, this, this, if, you're, if you're a Steelers this, fan, this you could know be the trap that's not game. happening. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna show up one week and it's going to look like the Poe and high school football team got off the bus. And it's going to just – it's like when Jacksonville <laughs> beat them like 35-7 to 7 a couple years ago. They lost two games that season and the other one was to the Patriots. But Jacksonville beat them like thirty-five to seven, and it's just like, what, what are y'all doing? The Poe and I school football thing. Well, I I don't think that uh, Poe and High School is. I, I think you better, we, you, I better think we, you better watch out what you say about Poe and High School. Yeah, I heard Justin, Justin Moore can kick that. your ass. They jack your jaw. <laughs> yeah. um, 
Um, barely oh, even know who that is. It's gotten out of hand over here. Mackenzie's like the moderator Listen, on we're ESPN past an first hour, so And me and you, Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, and everybody's just trying to listen to us. Uh, uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, I was going to say, I was going to say the only other question mark that I see here, we haven't even said who we're going to win. I think that Colton's going to win, and it's because of the Poen High School and the Flex and uh, Jonathan Taylor um, because and, – And Sideshow Bob. Sure. I'm going, I'm going um, Colton. <laughs> because of what you just said, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's why. I don't think Jonathan Taylor is getting 10 points, um, and uh, I don't think that uh, – Pulling high school and the flex down here are going to make that happen either. So, um, all right, matchup of the week. We've got Hayden Scary Harry himself, 2019 champ versus the Hot Screen County Dump. Luke's team. Uh, close, man. So, not only is this important, um, but uh, really close right now. So, 51% to 49%, 117 to Luke to 116 to Hayden. So, what do you guys Luke? think? Luke has just as much potential right now to get the one point that he already has from Robert Tanyan or 30. So I I, I honestly don't know where this one is going to go. Um, Matchups, big... they, they, they look good on both teams. I wouldn't start both of them Buffalo receivers. I know we don't have any other options, but I wouldn't. I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. There's only one football and John Brown and Cole Beasley ain't catching at the same time. It ain't like he's got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones sitting there. I, I don't. I mean, it kind of guarantees you some points, but it also it, it basically will help you win if Luke's team it also lays eggs. Points. But if Luke's team shows up, you're not going to be able to hang with him starting two players on the same team, most likely. Yeah, because he he easily could plug in Hardman there. But Hardman could either have the week that he had last week where he manages to get a touchdown, or it could be the, hey, he got targeted one time, he didn't catch it, and the rest of the time he did nothing but run around the field and look fast as hell. Yeah, I don't know what the other options are, but he's, um, you know, obviously Buffalo has got to be a barn burner, and he's got three Titans on his team as well, Tannehill, Henry, and Corey Davis. Those are obviously better than uh the buffalo the buffalo receivers down there but that game has got to that game has got to be high scoring for him to benefit for his yeah. team to benefit having having three of them and it not only does it have to be a high scoring game it has to be a pass heavy game because buffalo, yeah, buffalo is just as likely to get three rushing touchdowns and call it a game as they are to have three passing touchdowns or actually they're more likely to have three rushing touchdowns <laughs> Honestly. Hot take here. I think I think Seattle is going to outrun them, and Buffalo is not going to be able to keep up, making them throw it. But I don't think it's and have work to pass for, it. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to result in fantasy production. I think Buffalo is kind of sneakily well, kind I of overrated, <laughs> and I think that's what's going to happen there. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that that is the game script that has to happen because I don't have an option right now at quarterback. What do you guys think of? 2-0 last week. I think that he did decent. for. I mean, obviously the points didn't show it, but anybody that was expecting him to come out and lay 30 points on the board and have multiple touchdowns right off the bat, 
I think it was really putting way too much stress on it, thinking that he was going to come out and be a fantasy football superstar. But for for the kid to come in and do what he did, I, I, I think that he did okay. I think two is going to be a good long-term quarterback at Miami if they can ever build a team around him. I think so as well, but I don't know. You know obviously, most of those points last week in that high-scoring game came from the defense. Yeah. Um, but – the you know Tua Tua did not have a good game, uh, stat wise. Yeah, stat wise, um, it was not, it was not good. But, but you know he did he did play a good game, but stat wise was not great by any standards. And and from that fact, I don't think that Devonte Parker is going to uh, perform well. I think you'll get a little bit of what you saw last week, which was six points, five yeah. points. I mean, <sighs> the only thing that really made that game bad for Tua. I mean, it, it was it was bad point wise, but he lost two points automatically because he fumbled it, and it was it was not recovered. It was a lost fumble. So, I mean, he he would have been right around the ten point mark, but just completions were not there. I'm going to change my tune, and I'm actually then you got AJ pick. Brown. Oh, sorry, we're not doing pick shit, are we? <laughs> oh, I mean, I was I, real quick. I, I, um, I was, Okay. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna say that AJ Brown down here um, has a knee injury and did not practice today. Um, yeah, so there, there's the potential that that Luke's gonna be without AJ Brown. So not a good sign when a player is not practicing at all on Thursday. Um, not completely out of the realm, but agreed. Not not a good sign. There's always yeah. that chance that he comes in on a walkthrough practice on Saturday and everything's okay. Man, this is like – I don't like either team here. I think that they're <laughs> – this is uh, it's the, like picking the, the president. The, um, matchup, the matchups are good for the most part from either side. There are their, plus, their, their ups and downs though, but they don't necessarily have the best players to capitalize on those matchups is what it is. Uh, uh, if I'm a betting man, Luke's go ahead, Logan. Luke's got both of the Charger running backs in, which, in my opinion, is worse than having both of the Buffalo receivers in. I don't like that play either. Uh, so I, I, if I, I'll go ahead and pick yeah. since I'm his, kind of talking other, right his now. other is I'm going Hayden here. I think that Mike Evans is going to lay a turd because it's the Bucks defense. Tom Brady throws to whoever the hell he wants to. I think A.J. Brown may not play, and if that happens, uh, I think Russell Wilson and DeAndre Hopkins are the only things that are just screaming Luke has the advantage here. And everything else, I think, goes Hayden. But I could be wrong, but I'm going Hayden. Colton, what do you think? For the most part, I agree with what Logan said there. Uh, I do think that – I don't think – while I don't think that Hayden has a better matchup than Luke does, I do think that he has better potential. And especially if A.J. Brown does not play, that automatically boosts Corey Davis right there. And it also boosts Derrick Henry, which Derrick Henry is always going to get what he's going to get anyway. Oh, but whenever you can't rely as much on your passing game, that also helps out your run game. But on the downside of that, he's got 
Tannehill up there too. So if he doesn't have as many tar or as many threats downfield, then that could hurt Tannehill. So I man, I really don't know. Um, I think I think Hayden has got the advantage, but he also has players that could easily let him down, like Slayton. I think that Slayton is a is a is a red flag trap card against Washington's defense, personally. Steelers defense gonna get him some points against Dallas. So with that, you're, yeah. So you're going with Hayden Colton? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll go with Hayden, and I I do agree with what Logan just said there about the Steelers defense. Dallas is Dallas's offense is going to make enough mistakes that the Steelers defense, as good as what it is this year, is definitely going to catch. They're starting a court a new quarterback this week. I don't remember so, who what his name is, but the Steelers defense is going to eat him it, alive, it, dude. Is is it the, uh, the 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 Cooper Rush guy that they picked up last week? Going I, I, into that I don't game? know if they've decided it's yet. One of the, they picked up two from the practice squad. This is the, the most given to you on a platter defense start of the season right here. If this was a survival league and we yeah, did it on gonna, defenses, I'm taking the Steelers this week, as Antoine would say. Yeah, they're going to totally dominate. Um, and I am – and I hate to make it a clean slate or an even slate here, but I'm also going to go with Hayden. And because I am going to put some trust into the Buffalo receivers here, more than I trust the double chargers, running backs, the questionable A.J. Brown, um, and uh, Devontae Parker. So um, the Seattle is the number 32 in passing defense, so the worst in the league. Uh, so I think that both of those guys, the, you know, they're not going to go off. I think that they may meet their projections, which is really what just needs to happen here across the board. Um, and I think that Hayden has a – likely chance to meet his projections more than Luke. So I don't like, I don't like either of them, but I'm, I'm going with Hayden this week. I said he would, uh, yeah, going with Hayden. Colton, did you find that name? Uh, it, the, the article that I'm reading right now says that it could be either, uh, Garrett Gilbert or Cooper rush, either one. They're, they're not official. They, they are naming those two as the potentials with, uh, Ben DiNucci as the guy that's third string. It, it, it kind of, the way this article reads, it sounds like it's Garrett Gilbert is who they're going to start this week and then okay. see what it does. And then it could potentially be Cooper Rush next week. There, there, there is an interesting stat on here, though, that is pretty, pretty embarrassing to, to, the, to the Cowboys' uh, offense. In the 36 possessions that they have had since Dak Prescott went down, they have managed one touchdown, and that was in garbage time against Arizona when they were down 31-3 to late in the fourth quarter. One touchdown in 36 possessions. Yep. Bad. <laughs> that is booty bad is what that is. Zeke is on the bench this week, my friends. Uh, I, I will wholeheartedly support that decision. Uh, yeah, well, we've got our picks there. That's uh that's that's gonna put a put a put a wrap on all the meaningful content here for this fantastic podcast. Uh, more thing um, that I think is as we is this game's huge for playoff yeah. implications. Uh, if Hayden, the winner of the Hayden Luke game, will be kind of into the Forest Diggins like last place in the play making the playoffs, while the loser is gonna get bumped back to hang out with me and Antoine in the uh, pretty much guaranteed Diggy Bowl spot is uh why this game was matchup of the week, kind of. It's it's big. 
Yeah, it's important for sure. There are big um, implications here. So good luck to to one and all. Um, but yeah, let's wrap it up there. Final thoughts on the midway point of the season. Uh, week eight, moving into week nine. I'm very surprised that we've made it this far, honestly. Uh, I, th- I think for the most part, aside from the Titans having their little fiasco with COVID, that all all teams have really done a pretty good job so far at managing uh, players that have tested positive or potential threats to you know infecting a whole team. I think they've done pretty well with it. The fact that we've only had one really full-blown reschedule has been pretty good. Yeah, you're right about that. And I am really thankful there that they've kind of figured out how to isolate the cases of like – figuring out who it is, setting those players aside versus mixing them all. And then we have to shut down the whole thing. So, and I, and I think that's the way it'll be, it'll be going forward. Like, yeah, this week we got a few out, but not any missed games. Like so. they, they've done a really good job at breaking up the teams. Like just for instance, the Packers, that's the one that I'm most familiar with because I've been watching Aaron Jones all week to see what he's going to do. Um, Jamal Williams is, simply out this week because he was in direct contact with A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon tested positive. Jamal Williams did not, but they're making him isolate for five days, and five days from Sunday does not allow him to play on Thursday. So, But it it was A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams, and a linebacker that were all sitting close together. So they're, they're not having all your running backs together. All your quarterbacks are not together. All you know, it, they're they're breaking the team up on transport, so that if someone does come down positive, it doesn't necessarily knock out a whole section of your team. So yeah. te- teams are really focused on this, and I think they're doing a good job at trying to manage it the best they can. Yeah, they got it down to a system for sure. So definitely thankful for that. Um, Logan, anything coming in this next week? Oh, I'm glad my real life team's doing great because my fantasy team's not. <laughs> and uh, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to look at not winning one of those two games in the Diggy Bowl. So I don't. Uh, th- this is been, I got to win this week, or I'm I'm pretty much out of the playoffs for good. This I got to do it. So we'll see what happens. But important week for many. But, yeah, and final thing I'll say for this week is Lamar. Come hang out, man. Yeah, we'll fix you up. I I guarantee guarantee you, we could get all ten of the boys together if Lamar came and hung out with us. We'll we'll get you right. We'll fix you up. It'll be you'll be good as new. It'll be a great time. I can't be trusted around him. That's Interstellar (laughs) fan would come out first. Yeah, we we, we, we we can we can guarantee. (laughs) We can guarantee nine of the boys to be there. The one resident (laughs) Steelers fan. He has to, you know, willfully probably neglect, but you know, I'm gonna be at home pouting and upset. Yeah, man, come on out. It'll, it'll be, it'll be all right. But let's end it there. Let's close out this uh, monster, monster podcast for the week. So take another lap around the block or whatever you gotta do. But we're, we're, you got more of us. So here we go. But that's it. That'll do it for us, for me, for Colton, and for Logan. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>